0: And welcome to Two Sober Chicks. I'm Lisa. I'm Julie. And we're so happy to be back and in the studio and podcasting. And we're grateful that you are here with us and listening. Uh, We didn't pour anybody a cup of tea today, but know that there's always a cup of tea waiting for you. Um, We look forward to meeting you. It might happen. We've had people contact us from all over the world. Mm -hmm. And if ever you're going to be in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, we would love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Take you to a meeting. That's how we met one of our listeners. We took her to a meeting at St. Clement's. Did he just break in the room again? We have
1: an imposter. (laughs) Yes. An interloper with
0: talent that you're (laughs) going to hear clicking on the floor. (laughs) My little chihuahua doesn't want to be in a different room. Oh, there he is up next to you. Hello. All right. Um, So email us if you have any topic suggestions, comments, thoughts, or you just want to reach out to another sober chick. Then drop us an email at the number 2soberchicks at gmail.com. And we will get back to you, either myself or Julie. We always answer the email that we get.
1: We do. We love our beloveds.
0: Today, we're going to talk about my most favorite topic, actually. Yes. In all the world, because this should be a slogan. In AA. Interesting. And it is not a slogan, and I'm I'm work I'm working on it. I'm touting okay. it as the next slogan. Okay. And it is my thoughts and feelings are what's wrong with me, or as Julie so succinctly put it. My feelings don't fucking matter. And I know all of the like
1: psychotherapists out there are going <gasps> But But There is a difference between talking about your feelings and doing therapy and realizing your feelings are getting in the way of common sense, i.e. sometimes I don't want to go to the gym, sometimes I don't want to be sober, sometimes I don't want to go to school, sometimes I don't want to wake up in the morning, sometimes I don't want to be nice to someone. You don't
0: want to shower.
1: These are my feelings, (laughs) right? but I'm in recovery because I've realized those feelings will steer the bus in a very wrong
0: direction. That's the dark passenger hijacking that fucking bus. That's exactly right. Trying to drive it over the fucking cliff with you still in it. That's right. So (laughs) I know in the beginning when you
1: sponsor sponsees one of the things you talk about is running by every decision with you Mm -hmm. um or someone with a lot of recovery because in the in the beginning your thoughts and feelings are all mashed up you don't know what's up down sideways so running by ideas
0: by sponsors and stuff is a super good idea and i try to use myself as an example because i don't want them to think that first that i'm talking about them um and and i say something like um I don't know about you, but my mind is a terrifying, scary place to be alone. Mm -hmm. So I can't go in there alone Mm -hmm. (laughs) because my thoughts and feelings are what's wrong with me. So I have to check my thinking with someone else. Yeah. And my sponsor's a good place to start.
1: Yeah. I never agreed with that. And I remember Sarah would say it. Yes. And I'd be like... "Mm." But then this summer- All you huggy
0: feely women, you're like, (laughs) I can't believe Lisa's so mean. I can't believe she tells sponsees their feelings
1: don't matter. Because to me, what it was saying is denying yourself or denying your pain or your intuition. And that's not what you meant. No, because I lived
0: in my pain. That was my problem. I fucking wallowed in my thoughts and feelings. And I used my thoughts and feelings as a justification to drink. Yeah. And to do drugs and yeah. to not show up for my life. Yeah. Okay. So, so
1: my epiphany came this summer. Um shortly, well, okay. So I was seeing someone last year for from like November, beginning of November till about February. I thought he was the one. Like he was it it, it is what it is.
0: She really thought he walked on water. I and just I'm just, you know, I'm guy. just glad he can walk today. Because <laughs> he was headed for two had broken his... <laughs> legs. Don't fuck yes. with our Julie, man. Yes.
1: So I thought this was the one I which... I you're listening. <laughs> 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 I love it so much. I cannot tell you how much I loved my sisters rallying around me when that... And I can't even really call it a relationship. But it was, but not in the sense where I could never really call him my boyfriend. I never was his girlfriend. It was a weird and wonderful and painful experience for Mm -hmm. me. It wouldn't change a thing. But how much you guys rallied around me when it started falling apart and when I had to walk away from it. Yeah. Some people like it done in different ways but when my sisters are like I'm gonna fucking kick that guy's ass or how dare he call you or one of my friends is like he's not worthy to wipe your snot <laughs> that fills me with so much love I cannot even tell you I love that sense of Sorry. being protected and looked out for
0: yeah you know that saying bros before hoes well we have a saying sisters too. before
1: mister that's right yeah <laughs>
0: And we are, you do not mess with the fucking sisters. I love it so much. One of us has a gun, by the way, so
1: be careful. (laughs) So he ended up calling me Mm -hmm. and he wanted, he said a whole bunch of stuff, but at the end he wanted to get together. My feelings wanted me to say, yes. Oh my God, yes. Thank you. Yeah. But my head and my common sense was like, don't you dare. And I was honest about it. And I said, I can't do that. I said, but my feelings don't fucking matter. Right. Because my feelings and my heart wants to say yes, but I know better. So I actually can't get together with you and catch up. Because it would have done harm. It was, well, because I know better now. If I let my heart lead me in all of the directions it wants to go, I'm going to be hurt. I'm probably going to be dead. Mm -hmm. So I have, I've come now in recovery to know how to discern what's better for me. And that's when I suddenly understood my feelings don't fucking matter. Right. And then right around that time too, um, in my family, there was a couple of family members that Yet again, went down and like an alcoholic drug in, I don't know what they do, but they go down, (laughs) they like go into the hole. Yeah. And another family member was like, but we have to help them and I can fix it. And you don't understand. And I looked at that and I'm like, that's feelings getting in the way. I do understand. Mm -hmm. And you're preventing these people from hitting their bottom. And you're making sure that you're cleaning up their mess and helping them and getting them to their therapist and getting all the booze out of the house. And that was not based on common sense because if he had had common sense, he would have known this is like the 10th time we've been through this. So my feelings don't fucking matter. Keep going. Amen. No, that's
0: it. That's where I'm at. That's... I'm so glad because I always felt a little bit like the outsider in our sister group because that Aww. was definitely one of my my slogans. Yeah. And um, but I didn't second guess myself because I understood what it meant. I think the the failing was I wasn't explaining it well enough to you guys. Um, I remember once I stood up at the podium and I said, "This is what my sponsor taught me," and I actually heard. <gasps> <laughs> From several women in the meeting, and people were giving me dirty looks after that. Oh my
1: gosh! And I was like,
0: "All right, okay, well, you could ask me what I what I mean by that, but that's okay because I know what I mean." And and for me, that's basically it. I had to come to the realization, with Luke's help, that um, my feelings were running my life. Put an eye in there, ruining my life, my thoughts and feelings. Yeah. Um, because they crazy. <laughs> You know, left to my left in that dark place and you're playing the tape over and over again. Um, Somebody else put it to me like I was a fortune teller and a mind reader.
1: Oh, that's good.
0: That's a good way. So my thoughts and feelings are what's wrong with me. Not that, you know, and I I go to therapy, but here's the problem with that is I went to therapy for years. Lying. Lying and not telling the truth and and playing the victim. And so how can a therapist possibly help you if you're not telling the truth or looking at, the? and this is why I think this program works so well. One alcoholic talking to another alcoholic, because mm-hmm. we have been there. We have walked in the shoes of the addiction. We know what it's like yeah. and we know how tricky it can be and how um, deceitful our disease can be.
1: Cutting, baffling, powerful. Yeah. We both go to therapy. It's part of our holistic treatment of our disease. But I can't pull therapy out just like I can't pull AA out. They have to work together Mm -hmm. so that I have a forum for
0: how I'm going to deal with it. And I can't sit around and just talk about my feelings. Right. Or else I start to go back to that place of self-pity and, you know, I can talk about my feelings, but... um, I have to remember that I can't let my feelings govern me. So, absolutely. It's for me it's emotional intelligence. That's the difference between yesterday and today. Yeah. Is that I have a certain level of emotional intelligence. The other part of emotional <clears throat> intelligence that I'm still working on is not reacting to the stupid shit around me. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like hard. that takes practice. When someone is an asshole to you, I, my immediate Back, you know, my back gets up immediately. And then I have to do things like think about that's them. That's not me. Yeah. Um, why does their opinion matter? I don't really think that they're <laughs> that great anyway. So why am I worried about what they're saying it's about so me? Crazy. Who gives a fuck? Or a stranger does something. Yeah. Why does it bother me if somebody gives me the fucking finger in traffic? Okay. You're having a bad day. Weird. Um, what was the other thing you said? I was going to look up something about, it was about working, it was about working with others, knowing the knowing it's about a time, uh, to know the right time to let go. Like, um, I don't know why I thought of this. Something you said when you were talking, um, made me think about when I was
1: talking about my family members.
0: Yes. And, uh, oh, you can't want it for them. It sounds to me like somebody in your family Uh, Yes. wants sobriety, uh, for them. Yep. And they're not realizing that they have to want it for themselves first, no matter how much you want it. It's like, I heard a woman give a great talk today. And one of the things she said was, um, she would have died for her children. She would have killed for her children, but she couldn't get sober for her children. Mm. That was amazing. Yeah. Um yeah, so you have to I mean, and there's a great example like if you a mother, if you can't get sober for your children, um it's because there's there's this disease, it's an illness and it's stronger than you. So they need to they need to want it and want to work for it. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Um and in the Big Book, I don't know what page it's on, but it talks about um knowing when it's time to move on when you're working with somebody else. And another thing is Family members can't usually work with other family members. No,
1: I've had a family member ask me to be their sponsor. And I was like, no, that's not happening. the no fucking way. No. Now, they didn't really know what AA is or how mm-hmm. to work it or what it means. But I was like, but I've also had to step back and not talk to these family members about what they're going through. And mm. this, like everything has been dropped into their lap. It's like gold-plated tools. Here you go. This is everything you need to get sober. And they still don't get it. Right. And I can't even talk to them anymore about it because it's not my job to provide a forum. It's not my job to therapize them. It's like, I'm out. I'm done. Mm. Can't
0: deal anymore. And this other person probably thinks that you're being insensitive.
1: Well, what was told to me at first was that my gruff or aggressive attitude was not helping them. This was right at the beginning. Now this family member is coming to me saying, yeah, I don't think they're going to get it. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. Yep. I, to protect my own sobriety is, um, what's it called? Operandous. Mode. Anyways, upper end priority course. number one is my own sobriety. And right. if I get caught up in other people that can't get it, that are too close to me, yeah. that'll start to suffer. And I wrote on our Instagram page on one of our little posts, um, "I am of no, when I am disturbed, I am of no use to my fellows. Yep. It's not just about me anymore. It's about sponsees and friends and people in recovery and being a good ambassador for my program. Mm. So if I go down, like I say, if the queen goes down, the whole kingdom goes down. I can't afford to go down anymore. Right. So peace out. <laughs> Which is different than working with a newcomer or a sponsee. When someone's too close to you, like you just said, can't do it.
0: Yeah. All right. That's it. I'm just looking into the soulful eyes of my dog. Yes. And he's decided that's it Oh. for this podcast. Okay, thank you, Eddie. Here's our <laughs> new producer. <laughs> Shutting it down. <laughs> Actually, we, we're we not out of time. I just, you know, sometimes we get to a you point where it's like just like, oh, I don't know what else to say on this subject. Okay. But in five minutes from now, I'll think of a dozen more things I wish I had have said. And yeah. that's just kind of how it goes. But yeah, I think we've talked a lot about it. Um, it is one of my favorite um, sayings. It's my slogan. Mm-hmm. And I hope that you adapt it too. My thoughts and feelings are what's wrong with me. Or... My feelings don't fucking matter. Don't fucking matter. That's right. I love it. It's actually very liberating. And you're not a mind reader. And I'm not a fortune teller. So you have no idea what's going to happen. No. No. And oh, also my thoughts and feelings are what's staying in the past. Yeah, that's fun. Reliving. (laughs) Reliving your fucking mistakes. It's like wearing
1: your bell bottoms and having an afro like
0: way into the 2000s. Yeah. How's that working for you? <laughs> Some things should be left behind. Yeah. Thanks a lot for joining us. Please send us uh, an email. We are running low on our topic jar, so mm-hmm. we We're need your need help. We yep. need The number two, soberchicks at gmail.com.
1: We love you guys for listening. Thanks for being here with us. Yeah. And thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> You're welcome.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for getting sober before me. <laughs> um oh yeah hey happy anniversary thank you anniversary month five years on october 22nd congratulations all right thanks a lot for joining us have a good day bye